the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 28 He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Should you trust money for happiness? Fools call it financial independence or financial security. They think riches will protect and prosper them in life. But the man trusting money and wealth will fall and be destroyed, according to this proverb, while the man with a righteous life will be protected and prospered. God sent rich King Solomon to warn you about the deceitful illusion of riches. Here is a lesson to keep you from wasting your life chasing a pipe dream. Though Solomon admitted money can help in some situations, if God blesses it, personal righteousness will help in all situations of life, for it guarantees God's blessings of all kinds for both time and eternity. If a poor man wrote these words in this proverb, you would suspect he criticized wealth out of his envy at the luxurious lifestyles of the rich and famous. You could justifiably discount or ignore his words because you would know he had no experience with money. He had never enjoyed the finer things in life. However, King Solomon, the richest king of Israel, wrote these words. And the Lord his God inspired the wisdom. Solomon often taught wisdom by comparisons. He said in one place, Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. His father David had taught the same thing, and he wrote, A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. These two comparisons are wisdom, and you should learn the lesson today by this proverb. The world, the devil, and your flesh reject this advice, for they want to sell you on greed and covetousness. Is the testimony of God, David, and Solomon enough for you to believe this proverb? The man that trusts his riches will fall. What will he do when he discovers that he is still not content, but wants even more? When he learns that his expenses have increased as fast as income? When his wife wins a huge alimony settlement? When the taxing authority wants interest and penalties for back taxes, what will this rich man do when he realizes his children are fools and will quickly waste his inheritance once they have it? Listener, what will you do if you were rich when the doctor says, You have cancer. There is nothing else we can do. Will you spend all to cure an incurable disease? Will you buy morphine to ease the pain before you get to die? Will you buy life insurance that will be impossibly expensive? Or will you buy Buddhist or Catholic candles? Will you buy food you cannot enjoy? Or will you finally trust God, knowing that your riches, your assets, your income, and your money cannot help you at all? But there is a God who helps the righteous even on their sick beds. Consider two rich men that Jesus used as horrible examples of trusting riches. One man lived and ate luxuriously every day, but he went to hell when he died, while the destitute and diseased beggar at his gate went to heaven. Another rich man boasted to himself 
about his grandiose plans to build bigger barns to store his increase. But God called him a fool and asked him who would get his estate after he died that very night. Having wealth is not a sin, for great men in the Bible were rich. But trusting in riches is sin. It is the ambition and desire for wealth that is fatal. It is trusting in money that is so dangerous. It is humanly impossible for such men to be converted according to the instruction of Jesus. They foolishly trust in their riches without regard for death or eternity. Only God's grace can save a fool whose lust and pursuit of money denies God just like an idolater does. The prophet Agur prayed for God to save him from both poverty and riches in Proverbs chapter 30. Riches are a pain to get and a pain to keep, and you cannot take them with you. Godly men put God first and business a distant second. They know the true measure of success is godliness with contentment. When wealth increases, they spend it for God's glory and God's people. The righteous man is like a branch. He flourishes, as you can read in the proverb, a branch tightly connected to God his Savior. He trusts God for all things, and he prospers perpetually. What a difference between a leaf and a branch. A leaf lasts only a season, and then it is gone. It falls off the tree. A branch, though it may look bare during the winters of life, will bud and blossom again, reaching even higher than before, until it is transplanted into the very presence of God. Salvation and faith make all the difference in the world. A man with eternal life has everything that matters. He is a child of God by election and regeneration, and God has richly given him faith and joy, peace and hope. This man low in the world's opinion should rejoice. On the other hand, a rich and famous man plunges lower by growing weakness, then is thrown into the grave, and then thrown into hell. If he could, he would scream to warn you, listener, not to be ambitious toward riches, but toward God.